0: What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Moto Athlete Project. My name is Bronson Dewar from the Motocross Conditioning Coach and the creator of the MX Fit program. Now, for today's episode, what we're going to go through is the idea of the difference between conditioning and fitness. Okay, and this is a big idea that really needs to be understood because it's something that we see a lot in motocross riding okay and i like to use the example to start off here of you see this all the time at race tracks uh, especially at just club level where you can see a rider that may be termed as unfit or even to the point of being unhealthy and but they can still absolutely ride the pants off of a bike and will probably towel up A lot of the riders at a racetrack um, at a club level. So, doing only like three to four lap races and stuff like that. Um, And then, but the problem that really arises from a scenario like this is that people really need to understand that that's very, very specific just to that one rider. See, that rider is obviously very, very skilled in what they're doing, okay? So they are a very skilled rider. They um, have got their technique dialed in, um, their confidence is dialed in, all those kinds of things. And what we would term that is that that rider is very conditioned, okay? But it doesn't necessarily mean that they are fit, okay? Because what would happen with a rider like that is that if we were to put them into a longer and a bigger race, so draw that three lap race out into say 10 laps and start to do 15, 20 and 30 minute motos, obviously we're going to see a huge breakdown there and they're not going to be able to meet the demands of a race like that. Okay. And so it's really important to understand this and understand that there is a huge difference between conditioning and fitness. Okay, so conditioning is the physical and mental ability to utilize one's fitness in order to meet the demands of your environment and your sport. Okay, that is what conditioning is. Okay, and when we talk about the difference between conditioning and fitness, and fitness is the measure of the potential qualities that may lead to better performance. Okay, they may lead to better performance. Fitness does not always mean that you are going to be able to perform well in your given sport. Okay, Uh, so for example, the fitness qualities that we can... Um, work towards um, or the fitness targets that we're sort of working towards. So we have things like your VO2 max, your resting heart rate, your heart rate variability, anaerobic threshold, your strength, your power, and your mobility. Okay, so they're your main fitness markers that we look for. But like we say, just having uh, like good scores, I guess you could say, in these fitness markers does not always mean that you're going to have good performance on the bike, okay? And so I like to use another example to sort of um, uh, bring shed a little bit more light on this. And I've actually physically seen this a handful of times where athletes from other sports, okay, and um, uh, very high-performing athletes from other sports, um, namely fighting sports, so boxing and MMA and stuff like that. There's no denying that, obviously, to be a high-level fighter, you have to have a huge level of fitness and, obviously, conditioning to their specific sport, okay, and a, um, a person like that would come in and they would ride and they would go to a track and they would say that this is the most physically demanding thing that they've ever done they get absolutely smoked they can only do a handful of laps before they start blowing up and they just can't do anymore um and it's not because obviously their lack of fitness it's their lack of conditioning okay so uh yeah it's just really important to be able to understand this okay so now going a little bit further and a little bit deeper Okay, so now, conditioning is the ability to take these measurable fitness qualities and turn them into performance. All right, so a well-conditioned rider will be able to execute their skills to the best of their ability throughout their races. In order to perform well, you need to have both fitness and conditioning. All right, so... It's really important to understand this, okay, because motocross is a highly skill-dependent sport, okay, highly skill-dependent sport, okay, and that's where you can see um, riders like the first example that I gave where you can be unfit or unhealthy, but you can have a high level of skill and still be able to perform quite well. Okay, but it's important to know that you need to have that skill and those um, areas of conditioning, as well as the fitness, in order to be able to perform to your full potential. Okay, that's what we really need to understand. Okay, and the um, one of the biggest contributing factors outside of skill development is around the mindset, okay? Because the mindset is probably one of the biggest things that's going to contribute to this level of conditioning, okay? And so the mindset has a huge influence on your conditioning and your own perception of what is happening at any time during your riding or your training or your racing. And that will play a huge role in your energy expenditure, Okay, so this is what it really starts to come down to. It comes down to your energy expenditure. Okay, so you can obviously improve your fitness markers and that's going to um, be able to help with your energy utilisation, but we, can, we need to start working on our energy expenditure. So if we can use less energy while riding or racing, then obviously we're going to be able to do it for longer and we're going to have better endurance and essentially, like we're saying, better conditioning, okay? So that's what this all sort of really boils down to. And one of the bigger aspects within that is stress and particularly particularly your stress towards the environment, okay? So The stress of your environment has a huge impact on your energy expenditure. A big part of performance is preparing yourself for the environment that you're going to compete in. The stress of the environment during competition changes things and it's going to be different to the training environment. Being familiar with the specific environment reduces stress because the brain knows what to expect. Okay. And that's things like the location, the temperature, the noise, even the surfaces. So different surfaces like, um, like wet, dry, sandy, like all those kinds of things. Elevation is another point inside that as well. So riding at higher elevations and things like that. And also your competition. Okay. So riding at higher levels, um, is obviously going to draw in higher caliber competition and stuff like that as well. So that's another part of the environment that you need to condition yourself towards. Okay, so it's really important to understand this because um, what we're basically saying here is that you need to start to get experience in all of these different environments. Okay, okay. So that means that you need to go and do like higher level races and stuff like that, um, expose yourself to higher caliber of competition. You need to go and expose yourself to um, all different types of terrains and surfaces. So you need to ride sandy stuff. You need to dry ride hard pack stuff. Um, you need to learn to ride well in the wet and things like that as well because eventually... If you keep racing, you're going to um, experience these different conditions and these different environments. And if you are not prepared mentally for these different environments, then that's where we're going to start to come unstuck. Okay. And that's where, like, we'll just use another example. That's where you can see riders that can excel in certain conditions like you can see riders that are really 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 good when it's wet okay they're awesome wet weather riders okay and that's because they have exposed themselves to it they've learnt how to ride like that, um, like the technique and stuff like that for the wet conditions, but they've also exposed themselves to it enough that they are now conditioned to that environment. So they don't ride tight. They're relaxed, they're calm, um, and their energy expenditure is low so they can keep going and pushing hard during those conditions. And it's the same for guys that are really, really good at riding the sand. Okay, so obviously they've dialed in their technique specific to sand riding, but also, once again, they're conditioned to that environment. They're not going to ride tight. They're going to ride loose. They're going to ride the way that they would as if they were comfortable in that environment because they are conditioned to that environment. Okay, so if you're going to enter into a series that is going to go to a whole heap of different tracks throughout the series and you're going to be exposed to, all sorts of different terrains and surfaces, and God God knows you might end up having a rain day or something like that in between in the mix there and stuff like that as well, you need to be prepared for that, okay, because that's the things that are going to wreck your conditioning, okay, and then like I say, it also comes down to this idea of being conditioned to the environment of the actual race, okay, because... This is where we come to the idea of guys that can perform really, really well in practice but then can't put things together on a race day, okay? And that's because they're not conditioned to the um, environment of a race day, okay? And they're not uh, dealing with the different stresses, the different stress levels that are involved in a race day compared to practice. Okay. Because there is, there's a lot of different pressures and stuff like that, that, are a huge factor within a race day compared to practice day. Practice day has no pressure. You've got no other competition around you that are pressuring you and, um, uh, like all things like that as well. Like you, there's none of that involved on a practice day. Okay. And then just take into a, account like your own personal stresses and pressures that you put on yourself uh, for like performance and things like that as well on a race day. These are all factors that need to be considered when you are conditioning yourself to the environment of a race day. Okay. So once again, really the only best way that you can get that conditioning and get that Uh, experience to help with this is to do as many races as possible okay we need to expose ourselves to this environment to this race day environment as much as possible but the other thing that we can utilize here is we can utilize visualization as well okay so once we have exposed ourselves to certain environments a handful of times okay and we start to get what we like to call as a reference point, okay? So we we can actually go, okay, this is what happens, like this is what that environment is like and we have a reference to that environment. Now we can use visualization as a form to get, in quotations, more experience um, in that particular environment okay so we can use visualization and go over and over and over that particular environment that particular scenario as many times as possible within our heads with uh, particular visualization techniques okay I'm not going to go into that now but using visualization techniques properly is extremely extremely potent for being able to help with this as well okay if um, so you can literally just do some google um, searches on the power of visualization and you'll realize pretty quickly that this this is a um, very acceptable way of doing this as well so um, like I say once you've done it a few times you can And you have that reference point. You use the visualization, go over and over and over these scenarios and environments in your head and you will start to get more accustomed and conditioned to those particular environments. So then when you do a... um, uh, like come across those particular environments again on an actual race day, it's going to seem so much easier. It's going to be so, um, like there's going to be a lot less stress involved, uh, and you just got to rock up and go, yeah, cool. Like I've done this a thousand times. It's fine. Like I know what I'm doing. Okay. Huge, 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 um, takeaway there for you guys. And so just one more thing to, Touch on that I think is going to be valuable for you guys to understand this as well, and this is from my own personal experience and uh, coming to these realizations around conditioning and fitness as well. So a few years ago, when I was still training, like I've been doing this for a fair few years now, and it was about four years ago now, um, after training a whole heap of riders and races, and getting a whole heap of them to. Uh, a point where we would say like yeah like you are very very fit and capable like on paper when we look at the fitness markers like we spoke about before they're extremely fit they're extremely capable and they're extremely ready to go and smash out 30 minute motos and things like that in their racing but what we were seeing is we were seeing a disconnect between their fitness levels and their eventual performance on race days okay and I have touched on this in previous episodes as well Um, so um, we were seeing that disconnect and like initially at first like we we weren't really able to figure out why? Well, other than the fact that we're like, oh, well, there's obviously mindset issues at play there, like performance anxiety and things like that, that were probably um, just sort of pulling things up to a halt um, and not allowing them to perform to their full potential. And to a certain degree, yes, but what we were missing in that piece at that point in time was this conditioning factor, okay? And so that's where... It's basically come to a roundabout point where we're at now where we really realize that in order to have a program that's going to give you the results and the ultimate performance that you want from the training that you're doing, there needs to be that holistic approach, okay? It it can't just simply be, I do fitness training and that fitness training is going to get me better on the bike. It needs to be, I'm doing this fitness training, which is going to improve my performance markers, which is going to help with my performance on the bike. But I'm also working on my skill and technique on the bike. I'm working on my mindset um, and Uh, like performance mindset and things like that as well which is going to help me to improve my conditioning on the bike and we're doing all these other things around that which is going to give you that ultimate level of conditioning mixed with the fitness that we've developed to give you that performance that you're after so Uh, Yeah, just putting my own personal experience and where, like I say, like I've gone wrong with that in the past and I want you guys to learn from that now so that you guys don't make that same mistake and that you can utilize this information to be able to get that um, results that you are after in your training and be able to put that into performance for your racing as well. So, just a quick recap for you guys before we sort of sign off here um, is around the whole idea of the conditioning and the fitness and that you need to have both involved in order to get the performance that you want and that uh, two of the main aspects that are centred around your conditioning is going to be around your mindset mindset uh, through your riding and your racing and the stresses that are involved in the different environments of different, um, uh, like scenarios and stuff like that in your racing and that as well. Okay. So making sure that you expose yourself to all of those different potential environments that you can come across is going to be very, very beneficial, but also then, um, getting uh, better conditioned to the race day environment versus the training day environment as well. So I hope you guys got a lot of value out of this. And if you did get a lot of value out of it, make sure you let us know, Um, subscribe to the podcast, all those things, share it with your friends as well that you think could benefit from this if you are seeing a huge disconnect between someone uh, like one of your friend's riders in training versus race days and things like that as well share this with them this could be so valuable for them to be able to learn and progress and actually uh, bridge that gap in their training and their performance as well so share the hell out of this Um, and like I say if you do enjoy it hit the subscribe button all those things as well awesome till next time guys